struggle, no more challenges, no more battle, because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle, the battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Audu, head pastor, ICGC Yawa Temple, East Lagon. We commit this service into your hands. We ask of your spirit and your grace to take over. I have no words by dying. Have your way, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, that will leave your presence healed, refreshed, restored, in the mighty name of Jesus, and revived. In Jesus' name, I call it an amen. So I'm sharing with you on the message titled, The Wait is Over. I don't know who it is for, but that is what the word of the Lord, God gave me to share with you. The wait is over. That is why it resonates with the song you heard, it's too faithful to fail you, it's too faithful to disappoint you. I don't know what you are waiting for to be your turn. I don't know what you are expecting from the Lord. I don't know what you are looking forward to, but the Lord sent me to let you know that the wait is over. Somebody prophesy to somebody, tell the person, the wait is over. As you are prophesying, you are receiving your miracle. Tell the person, the wait is over. I don't know what you are waiting for, but tell the person, the wait is over. The wait is over. The wait is over. The wait is over. Come with me to the book of John chapter number five it explains vividly the title i have for you it talks about the man by the pool of bethesda and his encounter with jesus he said after this there was a feast of the jews and jesus went up to jerusalem now there is in jerusalem by the ship gate a pool which is called in hebrew bethesda having five porches in this lay a great multitude of sick people blind lame paralyzed waiting for the moving of the water for an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? Remember the man has been in that condition for a long time. I will be emphasizing on most of this, so take note of that. So the sick man answered himself, I have no man to put me into the pool. And the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him, who was cured? It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. And he answered them, he who made me well said to me, take up your bed and walk. Amen. Now, when we talk about waiting, a wait can either be a choice, a decision, that you decide to wait for someone to come because you have an appointment, and so you are waiting for your turn to meet the person. A wait could also be due to circumstances that will come your way 
that does not allow you to be able to do what you needed to do. So you need to wait until the appointed time to do what you need to do. A wait can also be spiritual where the enemy in one way or the other decides to slow you down um, through circumstances, through situations, through adverse effects or other things so that you are not able to advance though you know what you want to do but you are not able to do it because of the situation you find yourself. So waiting period happens to all of us in different forms and in different ways. Can I hear an amen? So when we talk about the wait is over, what it simply means that whether the wait is by your choice, okay, or the wait is by circumstances, or the wait is by satanic or whatever it is, all that it means that there is always a time where your waiting period has to end for you to take actions on the things you need to take actions on. Did you understand what I'm saying? So if, for instance, it has to do with a business venture and for which word you are waiting to get the right parameters or to get the indices right before you take a step, it comes a time where everything will have to fall in place for you to be able to take that step, to be able to execute the plan or the action. If it's about education that you are waiting because of resource or other things, there comes a time where everything has to come together for you to be able to take the step that you needed. If it can be maybe certain decision you need to take, but you have waited for a long time, there comes a time where everything has to fall in place for you to take that decision for your life. You heard of the story of the, uh, what do you call it? In Second Kings chapter 7, talking about those that were outside, the, the lepers outside the gate of Samaria. And they sat there, they were feeding on the crumbs, they were feeding on the surplus of the people, but all of a sudden it stopped coming because they have shut the whole of Samaria and no food was coming, no help was coming, nothing was coming, and the guys were dying. They would have chose to wait to die in their situation. How many of you understand what I'm saying? But over a period, they ran and on. This waiting we are waiting is nonsense. It doesn't make sense. We need to do something to change the situation. It requires an effort. It requires energy. But the effort and the energy did not come until they got to the point where they realized that our waiting time is over. And Bible said that they said, we'll move towards the same place where the danger is. And if we perish, we perish. But we'll still go, irrespective of the circumstances. And when they started taking the steps, God magnified their feet and gave them peace. Sometimes you might be waiting because of fear. Are you getting my point? The fear of tomorrow, the fear of what people will say, the fear of what will happen to me, the fear of, of leaving the familiar to the unfamiliar, the fear. And that can hold you back and delay you for a very long time. A lot of us seated here under the sound of us doesn't mean you don't know what you need to do for your next level. You don't know what you need to do for your business. You don't know what to do as far as your life or something is concerned. But sometimes the challenge of taking that step of the waiting has to do with the fear of taking a step. But this morning, the Lord said, He's dealing with every fear in your life. He's dealing with every uncertainty in your life. Sometimes you are waiting because you don't have all the facts or all the informations to help you. And, and so it delays you. God is bringing all the informations for you. He's putting every bit and pieces together for you to take the step. Sometimes you are waiting because you are waiting because of money. And, and so you are, until the money comes, you cannot be able, it's not that you cannot do it, but Charlie, where is the lajan? But I prophesy over your life today that in the name of Jesus, the money is coming through for you so that you will no more wait on that project. 
You will no more wait on that travel. You will no more wait on that business. You will take steps towards that business because you have what it takes to execute the business. Somebody receive it. The wait is over. The wait is over. Number one, what do I need to do when the wait is over? When the wait is over. The first thing you need to do for your way to be over is to elevate your thinking. Is to elevate your thinking. Is to elevate your thinking. Because the level of knowledge you have that brought you to that position for you to wait cannot be the same knowledge that can take you to the next level to overcome your waiting. Because what you knew is what brought you to that crossroad, that point. So you are waiting because you needed a certain perspective of the issue or insight and everything. So for you to overcome your waiting moment, you need to elevate your thinking. Elevate your thinking. Elevate your thinking. And you can only elevate your thinking through knowledge. So the Bible is saying here that after this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. If you cannot go up, you cannot receive insight for your next level. Amen. Bible says that businesses are done in deep waters, not in shallow waters. So when Jesus encountered the disciples, Peter and his fisher folks, in Luke chapter 5, they said, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. It is premised on certain fact. Number one, it is premised on their experience, which you can call experiential knowledge. By their experience, they are fishermen. And if you have done something for a very long time, with the close of your eyes and the snap of your finger, you should be able to do it. How many of you understand what I'm saying? It's called an experience. So by the experience of Peter and his folks as fishermen, they have done this thing for a long time, so they don't even need to struggle. I grew up in the area, in the beaches and the fish areas. When you get to the sea and you look at the sea, you can tell whether there's going to be fish or there's not going to be fish. And it is not magic, it is knowledge. It's experience. So when the fishermen are going to sea, they know they will come with fish or not. But they have to go. Amen. That is why when the government came out with policies and said, you should stay off and not go to sea and here, the fishermen were challenging it. Because over a period, they've done the thing that it is not about policy that regulates them. It is by experience. The fish hears their voice and follows them. Can I hear an amen? So by experience, you know, an experienced doctor, an experienced surgeon, an experienced preacher, an experienced whatever, when you enter, you know what to do based on experience to save. Because you have certain survival tactics to be able to go through it. Experience. So by experiential knowledge, they say, look, if it's about fish, we know the fish and we know the technology and the psychology of the fish. But now our experience does no more work. Because it comes to a time where your experience cannot work. Are you there with me? And then they said, the next thing about, apart from the experience is the knowledge they have. They have knowledge about this fish. But they realize their knowledge and the formation of the fishes, this time it's not working. And that's why they say we've told all night and caught night. But nevertheless, at your word, we will launch out into the deep. In other words, when it comes to experience, we have it. Because you are only a preacher man. It's just like you are a doctor and I come to your, you are going to have a very serious surgery. Okay, of a complicated case. And he said, oh, pastor, this is the case I'm going to handle. And I said, if you are going into the case, fast for three days and, and pray and all this. Does it make medical sense? He does it. 
By your experience, you know that if you bisect this way, that way, you get the thing done. Then I said, this time, pray. So you are telling me that, based though you have the experience, based on what I am saying, you are believing what I am saying to do what I have asked you to do. That's what it means. So you have, have to suspend your experience to accept a certain level of the new world knowledge for the advancement. So he said, we have the experience. We have the knowledge. But nevertheless, at your word. What is your word? Your word is that we need to upgrade ourselves to another level. We need to move from what we know. We need to move from what we have experienced that makes us experience to accept what we are not even familiar with. And what are they not familiar? Whilst you have gone into that same sea and you have come back and you have not caught nothing and you are washing your net, it means that fishes operate better in the night, not the day. But at this time where the sun is directly over the waters and the water is hot, the fish retreats because they need to rest. The only fishes you see are the small, small ones who need that energy to be able to get them stronger. But the oboros who have to rest. That is why animals come out, the wild animals and all those, they come out when you go to the safari and you stay in the night. That is the night is when you see the good lions, the buffaloes and all those things because the night is when they are active. During the day, they are all resting. It will surprise you. Animals take rest. They are resting. But in the night, they come out. They are good and sharp during the night. So during a hot afternoon like this, and God tells you, Jesus tells you, go and launch out into the deep for a catch. When you have already done it at the appropriate right time and you caught nothing, and now you have to go back to an unfamiliar terrain, which is, does not make sense. It doesn't make, I mean, any sense scientifically or any sense by experience and you said we should do it how do we do it and that is where most times we have challenge as human because by our experience by our thinking by what we know anytime we need to reposition ourselves to be able to overcome our waiting we find it a struggle the most critical and the challenging thing about god to lift you up and i up or to favor us it's not that God cannot do it, but the challenge with God is our thinking. Because we are so used to our environment, we are so used to the things we have studied in school, we are so used to everything around us that whenever the divine information comes in, it becomes challenging for us to switch from the familiar into the unfamiliar. So sometimes that alone keeps us waiting for a long time. How many of you can appreciate what I'm talking about? That alone, God will be speaking to you, but you are still stubborn. It's not that you are stubborn. The truth of the matter is that you are afraid. You have not tried this. You have not tested it. So, but what you have tested and what you have tried, you think that should come to you because that is normal. Are, are you there with me? It is normal to do that. But when it is not like that, it is difficult to do it. So for you to let, to overcome your waiting period, you need to be flexible to break past what you think is familiar what you think is familiar if you cannot break past what you think is familiar you cannot embrace the future because the familiar will always keep you but the future will embrace you so jesus rose up and went up to jerusalem you need to go up tell somebody go up tell a person go up paul says that when i was a child i behaved like a child but when i grew up put away childish ways. So if you don't grow up and go up in the spirit, you will not be able to get to understand what is there. Because the physical will limit you but the spirit gives you a better perspective. Because elevation is a critical thing for foresight. 
Elevation is a critical thing for foresight. That is why the highest antennas are always on the tallest building for a better reception. That is why aeroplanes can fly at a higher altitude for stability. You cannot take control if you don't go up. Go up in education. Go up in your prayers. Go up in your Bible study. Go up in whatever you're doing. You need to upgrade. Tell somebody, upgrade yourself. Tell the person, upgrade yourself. If you don't upgrade yourself spiritually, physically, in every area, even how to handle finance, even how to do whatever, you cannot break your waiting period. You can't. You will be sitting there and be frustrated. You complain and you mama. But whenever you upgrade yourself, solution becomes easy. Solution becomes easy. So your waiting period can be over, number one, by elevating your thinking. By elevating your thinking. By elevating your thinking. The next thing that can help you to cut off or to overcome your waiting period is to check your association. To check your association. The man has been by the pool of Bethesda for 38 solid years. For 38 years. For 38 years. For 38 years. By the pool of Bethesda, he's saying that in this lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. And he said, the man that is there for 38 years had an infirmity. Had an infirmity. The condition is in does not require that he gets help to walk. If you like, check from your dictionary run right now and find out what is the meaning of infirmity. And so you realize that his condition is better off than the sick people, the blind. He was not sick. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. Hello? His condition is far better than them. However, he's the one that is waiting for help. You know why? Because sometimes your relationship can give you a positive energy or a negative energy. When your relationship gives you a negative energy, it makes you settle and think you are all the same. So there is nothing that motivates you for a change. There is nothing that motivates you to rise up and overcome your waiting. There is nothing that's, I mean, what do you call it? Moves you to, to even desire and do new things and even reach out for new goals and reach out for new experiences and reach out for new blessings because there is nothing that stretches your vision. There is nothing that stretches your, your taste. There is nothing that stretches your, your, your desires because what you are seeing is like you are the, the one eye man among the blind people. So you can never overcome your waiting when you are surrounded with negative energy. And church, listen to me today. I prophesy over your life. As you live here, anything that is keeping you waiting, which is a negative energy, may the Lord release you from it. Oh, I said, may the Lord release you from it. There are people, you know what to do, but the company you are keeping is not helping you. And you need to separate from that company. The man had an infirmity. But because he's surrounded by the lame, the blind, the paralyzed, and everything. And they were all waiting for the stand of the water. So he's also there with them and waiting. 
Hello? He was also waiting. Sometimes you are waiting because somebody tells you it's not possible, so you are also waiting. Sometimes you are waiting because when you got there, they said, how many of you have realized that you can... Sometimes, sometimes, even in airports, those of you travel a lot, in airports, you, you are going to catch a flight. And then when you get to the decks and all those things, you know one decks can be taken care of maybe two or three or four flights. And then you see one long queue. And then you didn't ask. Then you go and join the long queue because you think that is your flight. How many of you have had that experience before? And, and, and only to be in the queue for some time and then you check, oh, um, is that a connecting flight to Chicago? They say, oh, no, that is not Chicago. But this is the Chicago. And the Chicago line is free. There is nobody there. And then you have wasted some time and yet your counter was free. I don't know if you have heard that. And a lot of us, we look at what the people are doing. We rush into the line and be behind when it is not actually our line. May the Lord remove you from the wrong line into the right line from today. So you waste time, you waste energy, you waste resource because you are in the wrong line. When your line is cleared, may the Lord shift you. Oh, I said, may the Lord shift you. The man has a negative energy around him. So he was also sitting and waiting for the same procedure of standing of the world. However, his own is not like that. It's not like that. And a lot of us are waiting in the wrong queue. We are waiting in the wrong queue. May the Lord deliver you. This morning I said I came to tell somebody God will deliver you. Every wrong queue you are in, God will deliver you. You see, God deals with us differently. The way God will deal with me will not deal with you like that. Amen. So it cannot be like that is how it's supposed to be. No, 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 no. And every time and every season, God does things differently. You need to be flexible to understand the timings and the ways of the Lord. You don't need to be rigid. No, no, you don't need to. So when Peter became flesh, when they cast out the net, they caught many fishes. It did not apply to their principle, but it worked. Tell somebody it worked. Tell another person it worked. So you need to understand that. So you need to check your environment. Check what is, scan your environment. See what is giving you negative energy or what is giving you positive energy. Anything that gives you positive energy pushes you, stretches your thinking, stretches your imaginations, makes you to see impossibilities as possible. And so nothing stops you from desiring to hit the target. And this morning I came to challenge somebody that which you are afraid of God has gone ahead. That which is an obstacle God has made you to scale over already. That which is a challenge God has given you victory. That which you think is a blockade God has removed the blockade. That which you think is a desert God has made the desert a fruitful place. That which you think is a mountain God has removed the mountain. That which you thought is a crooked path God has straightened the path. That which you think is a valley God has exalted that valley. All that he desires that run and go for what belongs to you. I release you this morning for your next level in the mighty name of Jesus. The wait is over. The wait is over. Tell somebody the wait is over. So that is number two. Number three. For your wait is over. You need to reorient your mind. You need to reorient your mind. The man has a problem with the state of his mind. The state of his mind. He was not lame. He was not paralyzed. He was not blind. He was not physically challenged. He just had an infirmity. He just like, you wake up in the morning and you feel some bodily pains. You understand my point? Or a little headache. And then you choose to be in clothes and cover yourself. Are you understand what I'm saying? And you say you are waiting for somebody to come and help you out of the bed. When you can walk to the fridge, 
You can walk to take a paracetamol. You can walk to, to do some maybe activity or exercise or whatever it is to be fine. That is what infirmity means. But this condition has kept the man for 38 years. For 38 solid years, this has kept the man. And he's struggling with a blind, lame, and paralyzed who physically has a challenge. Infirmity. I said, you can check it. Am I making sense here? It is because of his thinking. You see, words are powerful. That is why you should select what you hear. I believe this man, when they realized he was feeling a bit weak or all those things, they just carried him and said, you, you are useless. You cannot do this. They spoke certain words and carried him and went and pulled him by the pool of Bethesda. Now staying there. When he got to the pool of Bethesda, which is the pool of healing, he was waiting to also get an opportunity. However, he doesn't need anybody to help him to step in. But when he got there and saw his environment and saw what was going on, he equated his situation to that of their own. So instantly, he reduced his thinking to the fact that my issue is beyond repairs. I cannot be. However, it's only simple malaria that can be treated. I don't know whether you're getting my point. So he began to think like he's paralyzed. He began to think like he's lame. He began to think that he's physically challenged. So instead of moving, he's sitting at one place to the extent that the lame and the blind can pass him and fall into the water when the engine comes to stir the water. However, he rather have the upper hand to step into the water first when the water is, is dead. You know why? It is the condition of his mind. A lot of us, the condition of our mind limits us from breaking over our waiting period because of what you heard because of what they told you either through birth either through the things you experience either through the things you go through because circumstances can reprogram you can program you challenges can program you. when you are bent by fire anytime you are going through fire you have a you feel it is that right let a lizard enter here right now some people will sit comfortable others will start running because of the lizard you don't understand what the person is trying to do, but the person's adrenaline and sense and the nerve system and the communication gadget in the person is telling the person that this thing is danger, run away. Yet another person has conditioned his mind that he's not afraid of that danger. Hello? So the condition and the state of your mind is critical for you to overcome your waiting. And tonight, I, I prophesy, may the Lord liberate your mind from anything that has held you captive and is not allowing you to move to the next level. Your wait is over in your thinking. That makes it makes think is impossible. I lose your mind in the name of Jesus. I lose that fear. I lose that intimidation. I lose that thing that has held your mind captive and telling you that it is not possible. I declare may you be loose from it may you be loose from it the next thing that can make your waiting to be over is to stop complaining or soliciting for sympathies of men stop complaining or soliciting for sympathies of men Jesus God has said Man, do you want to be made whole? He said, Jesus, you relax. Let me tell you the filler of this place. The waters are stirred. Anytime I'm stepping in, another step in first with me. I don't have anybody to help me. So what he was trying to do is that he was soliciting for Jesus' help. How many of you understand what I'm saying? So Jesus will stand by him. When he sees the water, film. Then Jesus will carry him, throw him into the water. And then he'll be healed. That's what he was saying. So he was looking for a help of a man 
for him to become what God wants him to be. And Jesus did not help him. You see, sometimes we make mistakes. We think God helps us. God does not help us. God empowers us to do it. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Our Temple, East Lagon. We know you've been blessed by God's Word. For more practical teachings from Reverend Ismaila Awudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlagon.com or email yawatempleicgc at gmail.com. Call us on 0572-260-434 or 0572-260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays for Maximum Life Service from 9 a.m., Wednesdays for Master Class Service from 6 p.m., and Fridays Breakthrough Service from 6 p.m. Mm, yes. Ooh, with you, I can't.